The Life of General Belisarius. Belisarius Leaves Italy. Now this is going to be a little bit short because we're going to let Belisarius leave Italy, but that doesn't mean that the Byzantines have given up controlling it. He will set a commander to take over because Belisarius believes he's leaving to go and visit Justinian and he'll get his reinforcements and come back. And unfortunately, that's not what's going to happen. So we'll finish up with Belisarius in Italy. Then the next few shows will be dealing with the Byzantine forces in Italy. And then we'll get back to Belisarius, what happens to him. Okay, from the dark and cheerless prospects that were around Belisarius, his eyes turned with eager impatience to the negotiations of Antonia at Constantinople. His first wish is receive such supplies as might enable him to serve the state with effect and to maintain his ancient reputation. His second was to be recalled from his command if he was designed to continue a passive spectator of barbarian conquests without the power to dispute or even to delay them. During this interval of suspense, his active spirits appeared to have been employed itself in rendering Catron the useful military station by building ramparts. It was found impossible to draw from the emperor the least exertion of support of his general. He was at the time engrossed with by religious quarrels, determining some of the most subtle refinements of the schoolmen and the actively persecuting heretics. From this pious occupation, no entreaties, no arguments could rouse him, and their voice was almost drowned out amidst the din of conflicting theologians. Antonio, therefore, applied herself to obtain the recall of her husband, and this favor at least was granted to her prayers. By this measure, the defense of Italy was in fact tacitly abandoned, and cannot but pause for a moment to reflect on all the misery and bloodshed produced by the fickle temper of Justinian. The fairest region of the world would not have been exposed in this age to constant and unavailing desolation, had either Timidy withheld the emperor from war, or he'd been more animated with consistency than the courage of his progress. As a pretext for the departure of his general from Italy, Justinian appears to have alleged the warfare of the Persians on the Lassic frontier may have restarted, but it's doubted whether he really entertained the least intention of dispatching, dispatching Belisarius to that area. With feelings such as those which Hannibal must have certainly experienced on embarking from Italy, Belisarius now took an everlasting farewell of that country, which he had first beheld twelve years before, and the strength of his age and the meridian of his glory, which had been the scene of his greatest but least permanent exploits, and which at his departure had nearly reverted to the dominion under which he found it, like the Carthaginian hero, his victories had been due to his own genius and exertions, while exterior circumstances over which he possessed no control were the causes that snatched away the prize of combat from his hands. Yet the five last campaigns of Belisarius lowered his military fame in the eyes of his contemporaries. His enemies, and merit always makes them, makes many, overlooking the scarceness of his forces at his disposal, did not fail to point out that he never once had offered battle nor forced his way inland, but had wandered like a runaway from harbor to harbor and fortress to fortress amidst their undeserving upbraidings and presumptuous ignorance. Belisarius doubtlessly looked forward with cheering confidence to the judgment of posterity. 
and Posperity has answered that appeal. After the second departure of Belisarius from Italy, the connection with his biographer, Procopius, was at an end. The recall of Belisarius hastened and completed the ruin of the imperial cause in Italy. Rosano and Perugia, which had long been objects of ambition to the barbarian monarch, surrendered without further resistance, and no obstacle appeared to withhold him from renewing the siege of Rome. That city was now once again invested by Totila for the third time, but with feelings very different from those he had formerly dispatched. Having asked a princess of France in marriage, he was stung by, by the contemptuous answer that Italy could not justly be considered as his kingdom. He had shown himself desirous of destroying and unable to maintain its capital. Totila, therefore, resolved in the future not merely to observe the forbearance which, Ber which Belisarius had enjoined, but to follow the footsteps of the great Theodoric and apply himself to repeople and protect the Eternal City whenever it should again have yielded to his arm. It has already been mentioned that the garrison left in Rome by Belisarius amounted to 3,000 men. Soon after he had sailed from the Tiber, these soldiers, in a mutiny, had murdered their governor, Conon, and forthwith dispatched some priests to the Byzantine court, not merely to obtain their pardons, but to claim their long arrears and pay. In case either demand should be refused, they threatened instantly to surrender their station and enlist in the troops of Totila, nor did the emperor find it possible to withstand such persuasive an argument. Their offense was forgiven. Some hopes of speedy payment were held out to them, and those concessions induced them to submit to implicit obedience to Diogenes, who Belisarius had named second-in-command. This officer belonged to his personal guard and had served with credit and distinction in the First Italian War, and on this occasion his conduct equally deserves the praise and prudence and valor. So at this point we'll stop and we'll pick up with what went on in Italy after Belisarius left. The sources for this include The Wars of Justinian by Procopius, Short History of Byzantium by Norwich, Byzantine Art of War by Decker, Byzantine Armies, 324 to 1453 by Turnbull, and The Life of Belisarius by Mahone. So I hope you enjoyed that, and as always, don't forget to come by the website, summahistorica.com or historyaccordingtobob.com, and ask a question, leave a comment, check out our merchandise, and if you like what we're doing, please feel free to support us. Thank you very much.